Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, challenging the smug, misinformed arrogance of the left. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. I begin today with really expressions of grief and condolences for the folks who share our building. As many of you know, News Talk 1110 WBT is in the same building with WBTV, and they experienced quite a tragedy yesterday, a terrible tragedy. I want to open by reading... A social media post from my good friend Dennis Milligan, who used to be the news director there, of course, paying very close attention to events that have unfolded. What happened yesterday was the crash of WBTV's helicopter. This happened around noon. Yesterday, just off I-77, tragically, we lost meteorologist Jason Myers and Sky 3 pilot Chip Taog. Dennis Milligan's post, how many times did I watch WBTV's Sky 3, lift off our helipad on its way to cover breaking news over the years. It was always an exciting and proud moment for me. The odor of its exhaust smelled like news to me. I'm heartbroken to learn it crashed. Two on board, no survivors. The pilot I knew, Chip Taog, worked for the company that provided our helicopter services. But he was every bit a member of our team. Meteorologist Jason Myers started with WBTV after my retirement. Chip was the consummate professional. Witnesses say he tried to steer it away from traffic on I-77, the heart of Charlotte, as it came down. Doesn't surprise me. My condolences to Chip's wife and the family of Jason, who had a wife and four kids. Also, keep the WBTV newsroom in your hearts. It was my family for 18 years, still is in many ways. Many tears on the set this afternoon. Anchors and staff knew for hours, but could not, would not say their names. Or even that it was WBTV's helicopter until they knew the families had been notified by authorities. Sad day. Again, that social media post from Dennis Milligan A friend of mine who used to be news director there at WBTV 
I watched that particular segment he referred to when they first made the announcement and announced the names, and I just cannot begin to imagine the grief that all of those folks are experiencing today, especially those families. I also realized in the course of watching the coverage of this story that I had been watching Jason Myers before he came to the Charlotte market. You see, Jason Jason Myers actually came from Lexington, Kentucky before going to WBTV. I believe he was chief meteorologist there. And I would see him deliver weather casts there in Lexington when I visited family. Tragic, tragic story. Of course, the NTSB, FAA are involved in the investigation to figure out what exactly happened. The crash happened at a grassy area just off the highway. It was close to Tyvola Nations Ford Road. The message from WBTV, our news helicopter Sky 3 crashed midday with two of our colleagues on board. Meteorologist Jason Myers, pilot ship Teog, lost their lives. We're working to comfort their families in this difficult time. We appreciate the outpouring of support for our staff and our continued prayers for their families. Myers from Union and Catawba Counties married his childhood sweetheart. We mentioned they have four children. Teog came to the BTV five years ago as an ENG pilot operating Sky 3. He'd been a pilot for more than 20 years. And it was Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Chief Johnny Jennings said it seems Teog made diversionary moves to avoid hitting traffic, calling the pilot hero and saying the helicopter, making note of the fact it did not hit any vehicles in the roadway. Very fortunate. He said it looks like a heroic incident where the pilot tried to avoid injuring anyone else or putting one, anyone else in danger. And again, we encourage you to pray for these families and for the folks at WBTV as they go through a very, very difficult time. A very, very challenging time. You know, this is Thanksgiving Eve. And it is... During this time, unfortunately, we've seen so much tragedy. This helicopter crash. We had yet another mass shooting that occurred overnight we will get to that in just a bit and we have the shooting over the weekend I know it's difficult it's challenging I take a lot of things to heart this has been uh, I think I've shared 
a very interesting past few years for me, and I find myself probably more sensitized to these things than ever. But at the same time, we are here on the eve of Thanksgiving. During the course of the broadcast, I absolutely invite you to call in, to text in, to share what you're thankful for. In the midst of all the things that we see that are tragic, that are discouraging, there are still so many things to be thankful for. And I hope that we will continue to recognize those things and we avoid becoming cynical, depressed, and hopeless. Because ultimately, there is divine hope. That's where we can turn no matter what. Much more as we continue our broadcast today. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. It's 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. And over on that text line, this text is saying, Vince, prayers for that family, those families. May God be glorified through this. Vince Jason is a professional colleague of mine. This was devastating for our office. Our prayers are with his family and colleagues. Vince, working in the Charlotte area, I'm sure this affects you more than most prayers for all those who knew these men and their families. God bless. Vince, I love your show and passion for life. And I would like to offer a moan of silence for the family and friends of those gentlemen which I believe we can, just for a moment. Let's do so now for those who've lost their lives in this accident. I mentioned earlier in this broadcast, despite all the horrible things that we've seen the past few days, there are so many things to be thankful for. This texter saying, this is what I posted this morning on Facebook. As we prepare to sit down with family and friends, let's remember to bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together. Quote from Colossians three thirteen and 14 from the Lockett family. 
and extending happy Thanksgiving greetings to us. And we send those back to you. This texture says, Vince, yesterday evening, your former co-worker at WSOC, Erica Bryant, gave one of the most beautiful tributes to her fellow news workers at WBTV. It was truly inspiring. Does not surprise me at all. And Jeff, Vince, I cannot for the life of me imagine what those families are going through. It's my hope and my prayer, those close to that family and those in the WBTV community surround those families with love and support in this time of loss. My heart breaks for them. And there are many broken hearts on this particular day. As I mentioned, we have yet another tragedy has unfolded, this time in Virginia. Another mass shooting. UK Daily Mail, their version of this story, most intriguing, laughing Walmart worker, Open fire in break room of Virginia store, then turned his pistol on himself in targeted pre-Thanksgiving rampage. Seven dead, including the gunman, four hospitalized. At this point, we don't know the name of this person who carried out this heinous act. But police have confirmed he was indeed an employee of the store in Chesapeake, Virginia. This happened around 1010 last night. He opened fire in a break room of the store. We're not sure if this was contained to just that room or if he ventured into the store. By 1014, when the first cops entered the store, the gunman had killed himself with his pistol. Unclear if all six victims were also employees or if any customers were also shot. Walmart not confirming at this point whether they had armed security guards working on the premises. Four people taken to nearby hospitals, their conditions unknown at this point. Witness accounts claim the gunman opened fire in a room where staff were having a meeting. And again, we're told this was a manager who killed six people at his store in Chesapeake, Virginia bizarre and who knows what was going on in this person's head to prompt such carnage I did mention earlier and I want to remind you again throughout the course of this broadcast to share your thoughts about things that you are thankful for and about your Thanksgiving plans. What are you doing this year? We'll talk a little bit later on about what so many people are doing, traveling. I believe yesterday was the busiest travel day before Thanksgiving. For air travelers, today it's the busy travel day for people who are taking to the roads. And I would just encourage you, whatever you do, be safe out there. Hope you have a safe trip to and from, and that you have a wonderful time with family. I will be doing the same, spending time with uh, my mom and sister. And 
again, very thankful. One thing I'm very thankful for, my mom is 91 years old. Very thankful for the longevity that she has experienced. And she's continued to hang on, especially after the loss of her husband three years ago. And there are plenty of other things that I will certainly be thinking of. And I have to tell you that one of the things that I do, a great time of reflection for me is when I'm on the airplane, for some reason, I'm very reflective during that particular time. And it would probably be a good idea to maybe even make a list things to be thankful for as I travel and maybe it's something that you'd like to do and it'd be a great family exercise as well to share things that you are thankful for we still have more information that's coming out on the shooting that happened at the gay club over the weekend. Some very interesting information that probably suggests that there's serious holes in the narrative that we've been hearing for the past few days. We've had a mainstream news media, the cable networks, jumping in all on this narrative of some sort of possibility of a hate crime when we're not sure. Well, there's a bit of information we've learned about the killer. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, we're going to talk about a brave member of Congress who is going to join us. This member of Congress is taking a stand for what's right and refusing to go along with the pack. What is this about? Well, you'll find out as we continue our Wednesday broadcast. Stay with us. Back on Vince Coakley radio program. And I'm very glad to share a couple of posts here just to folks who have embraced what I've shared about thankfulness. They're living it. This texture says, I lost my mother and a dear cousin within the last two months. My heart is broken. Holidays are going to be hard this year, but I am thankful for all the years I had with them. My mother was close to 90, and for the comfort of knowing they were both faithful Christians. Prayers for the families of those who lost their lives in Charlotte and Virginia. And this, Vince, I'm thankful for my new baby boy, Edison. And despite everything, I'm thankful to live in the USA. Love your show. Happy Thanksgiving. Congratulations and welcome, Edison. New life. There's just something about new life that inspires thankfulness, encouragement, and hope. It's so cool. Remember that four times over. Mm-hmm. 
I want to share a positive news story with you. As you know, I have been calling for quite some time for a change, a change in leadership in Washington, D.C. We cannot continue recycling the same, the same weak-kneed, watered-down politicians. We can't afford to do that. And so I was quite encouraged yesterday afternoon to see this item in Politico. Get a load of this. Politico Playbook PM. McCarthy's math problem gets uglier. (laughs) You ready for this? Another hell no. Representative Ralph Norman of South Carolina put House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy on notice telling our colleague Olivia Beavers he would not vote for McCarthy in his bid to secure the Speaker's gavel when Republicans officially retake the House in January. Norman, a member of the House Freedom Caucus, said he agreed he is a hard no vote against the California Republican, dismissing he will either vote or not attend the Speakership, vote present actually, or not attend the Speakership vote early next year. Asked if McCarthy could persuade him to change his mind, If the California congressman approached him in the coming days about plans that Norman would support to address the national debt, the lawmaker replied, it's too late right now. So, I was quite encouraged to see this, and if for no other reason, I wanted to encourage Congressman Ralph Norman for his stand, and I think so many of you are thankful for him. Joining us now, South Carolina Representative Ralph Norman, welcome to the broadcast, sir. And can I say thank you, thank you, thank you? Well, thank, thank you, Vince. I tell you, as you started your show off, what a Thanksgiving you'll have with you know, with your son. And, you know, we all ought to be thankful for a great country, and we want to keep it that way. Um, and, you know, this is we, – we would not be having this conversation about a speaker had we taken – what many pundits said was a 30 or 40 seat majority and we now have a three vote majority that we know of uh i was the fourth vote to come out and say we were not supporting um and you know our country is at stake here and for, for your listeners the speaker is the most powerful i would argue the most powerful position uh, to have in Washington. They set the agenda. They set what we vote on, what we don't vote on. And we've been under a tyrannical rule with Nancy Pelosi. And it's now more than ever, we've got to have a speaker who will put the country first. And, uh, it's not going to be, it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be pretty rough to be honest with you, but, uh, who can say the country, uh, has progressed, uh, the last four years and really longer than that. And the national Debt is a big concern with me. Economic security is national security. And that prompted me to do what I did. What's the problem with Kevin McCarthy? What uh, What's the reason for not being able to embrace his leadership? Well, when I asked him that, and the Republican Study Committee came up with a seven-year plan, which required cuts. It required pretty drastic cuts. And I said, Kevin, can you can you go with that? And this is from the whole caucus. His answer was no. And I said, that's it. Uh, and I heard later it was another 20-year budget. I'm tired of 20-year budgets. Nobody believes them. I don't believe them. 
And this country is has is I like it liken it to a cancer patient. We can't cure cancer with uh, an aspirin, and that's what he's trying to do. And if we continue the course, everybody would agree it's, it's not sustainable. And so, uh, I, you know, lobbyists control Washington. Big money controls Washington. And I'm tired of it. And, again, that's, uh, he cannot get the 218. And for your listeners, why 218? There's 435 members of Congress. You have to have 50% plus one. And um, since we've got you know, the three margin lead, four people can hold it up. And and I will tell you too, Vince, this is not without risk. I've already been told we're gonna put a Democrat up, we're gonna put a moderate who's worse than 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 McCarthy. And my response is do it. If you're gonna do it, uh that'll just hasten the bus ride we're taking over the cliff. And so that's been my position and we'll we'll see what happens. One thing I'm curious about is we talk with uh, Representative Ralph Norman. Is there anybody you'd like to see as Speaker of the House that you'd like to nominate? You, in the coming weeks, you will hear a lot of names, and you do not have to be a sitting member of Congress. In fact, I would almost argue you need somebody from outside that's not that's not tied to anybody and does not owe any favors. And I keep emphasizing this is big money. I mean, this is huge money. And so, uh, yes, I mean, I'd approach Jim DeMint, Mark Meadows. Uh, Andy Biggs is who was put up at caucus, and uh, Andy would be, do a great job. And anybody that's not does not recognize that our national debt is a problem and is a national security issue, I'm just not going to support. Um, so, yes, there are plenty of names. Lee Zeldin's name has come up who recently ran for governor of New York and was unsuccessful. So there are a whole host of people. And I will tell you, Vince, you can pick, you know, you can pick anybody off the street that's been in business. Which is better than what's, what's taking place the last four years and under Republican leadership as well. Um, so there are plenty of people that can come up. Now, the question is going to be, can we get the support? And we'll find out. And we certainly, we certainly will. And, uh, Congressman Ralph Norman, we so appreciate you coming on the broadcast. And again, thank you for your example of courage. And uh, we're going to continue to pray for you. We're thankful for you in this Thanksgiving season. And uh, we wish you the best. We'll be very closely watching this in the coming days. Thanks for joining us, sir. Okay. Thank you, Vance. Happy Thanksgiving. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, as we continue on this Thanksgiving Eve, let's go to a call in the upstate of South Carolina. Peter, very patiently waiting to talk with us. Good morning, Peter. Uh, hello, good morning. Oh, Well, I mean, recently I was talking with somebody that came um, from Russia. Uh, this person was in Moscow, Russia, and all of that area. And uh, what surprised me the most when this person like stopped short of saying that essentially here uh, the, uh, this person is a uh, I mean citizen of Russia but lives here and travels back and forth but was afraid to say anything critical anything against this regime of the uh, Putin because he is uh, saying that still is a citizen of Russia so 
in case it gets recorded or gets on social media, may get her into trouble. So that was like a big strike to me. Like, I mean, even in the United States, but she's still afraid to say anything against mm. and then was saying that information such control that in moscow russia people don't even aware that there's any war going on right <clears throat> like they right. live normal life like you know like as if nothing happening it's pretty sad isn't it to have such yeah. a a cloud of fear that hangs over someone even here in this country um, right. You know, not being able to fully enjoy the benefits of being here and and the freedoms that we enjoy here in the United right. States of America. And, uh, and those uh, basic, I mean, essential. They recognize all those freedom don't come from men, but come directly from God. Yes. So uh, slowly by slowly, you can chip off that uh, view from big God. I mean, God as a center to you know, like real men's one. Like real man creator, real man's want, and that's kind of how countries can shift away from where the rights came from, from yes. God to well, it's the state and man that gives. It's a very subtle shift, isn't it, Peter? Um, hey, I very much appreciate your call. Very insightful call, and isn't it cool just to hear someone who understands this? Rights come from God, not from the state not the state's generosity. Ryan in Charlotte, good morning. Welcome. Hey, Vince. It's uh, um, been a while. I've still been listening, but I had I had to call today Thanksgiving Eve. Happy Thanksgiving to you also. But, Same um, to you. I, I just um I just wanted to say that um I look around I look around now. I see everything that's happening. You know, we we all do. We see the negative. We there's a lot of positives. First of all, I'm I'm I have a lot to be thankful for this year. I mean, I, I've watched several family members, you know, come back from medical issues, all kinds of things. There's a lot to be thankful for. So I'm not going to focus on the negative, but I lot to be thankful for. But what, what I'll say is what I see going on right now is for, for a long time, I've seen a lot of people, you, you know, we not, not we as in you and I, you and I actually did not vote for this or ask for this, but I see a lot of people for a long time who, who've been wanting God out of everything. We've taken prayer out of school. We want, we've wanted God off the dollar bill. We've asked for God to be off the Pledge of Allegiance. We've, you know, we've, been been doing this for a while now. So what I see is I can't speak for the Lord. None of us can. But I but I I feel like you know God is kind of giving everybody what they want. You know He's allowing this to happen, and this is what a world without Him is going to look like. And I hope people are satisfied right now because I'm sure as heck not. And and I've and I've seen people for so many years now have complained about this and have wanted prayer out and just have wanted God out of everything. Well. This is what I, this is what a world without him is looking like right now, and, and it's not good. Now, like I said, you and I, we didn't ask for this, and we didn't vote for this, and lots of other people out there didn't either. But when when I narrow it all down and I, and I look at what I'm seeing, that this is what I think the results are. So don't people don't start backtracking now when with all these people who believe that it's just like me me being in law enforcement too, like all the talk about not wanting us to do anything and not be proactive when you've got crime rates out of control and these very same people are fussing about that now. The ones that didn't want us doing anything are the very ones out here now fussing about the crime rates. Well you can't have it both ways. I mean go go figure. Who would have thought that taking God out of things, you know, you know, was gonna make things better. it just it just boggles my mind how 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 these people don't even know what they're talking about or when they say something and stand firm about it. 
you know, they flip flop and there's such it's such hypocrisy when the reality hits them. I, I, I just I just don't like it, but I try not to focus on it anymore. I I hear you, Ryan. It'll it'll completely drive you crazy. Uh, well, very much appreciate your call and wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Ryan. And uh, in addition to what you shared, there are a couple of texts here that really tie in to what Ryan's communicated. I'm going to skip to this. When I, when I was a child, you could privately buy any firearm you wanted from the Sears catalog and have it sent to your house. And yet, we didn't have mass shootings on a daily basis. We need to do a self-examination in this country concerning what is it about our culture that has obviously changed over the years. Cut it out like the cancer that it is, and know that cancer is not racism, homophobia, transphobia, or haters of democracy. This texter is right on the money. See, people want to look at an object. That's the easy way out. <laughs> and it's really not the way out. Because we all know something has changed with the heart and the soul of this country. Something's changed drastically, not for the better. Since I lived 52 years, during those years, I've heard and seen horrible things, acts of hate and vengeance. I would ask myself, how could someone do those things? Now, after unbelievable lies and things that people close to me have done and continue to do, I don't wonder anymore. I actually wonder how it doesn't every day. Yee, I hear you. We are... Products of grace, for sure. Things could be a whole lot worse. Stay with us. Hour number two is straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. From the heart of the Carolinas, a voice of reason, an oasis of civility and humanity. I'm on a journey, the pursuit of truth, not just facts to fill the head, but also life-changing power to change hearts and transform minds. A journey of relationship, to connect to people of goodwill everywhere, to build upon civil society, to transcend tribal divisions with timeless values and love. A growing coalition of choice, not coercion. Are you with me? This is the Vince Copley Radio program. Hour number two of our broadcast. Oh my goodness. On the text line, Vince Speaker Donald J. Trump has a nice ring to it. Hear me out. Biden's agenda will be brought to a halt. There will be no funding for it. <laughs> we also have this. How about Sarah Palin for Speaker of the House? That would be. Rather intriguing, to be sure. Just a sampling of some of the items here. This texture in the upstate, thankful for family. The friends God chooses, mostly thankful for friends. The family we choose. Happy Thanksgiving. What happened at WBTV should make us all realize just how fragile our physical life is. Isn't that the truth? So fragile. My goodness. And we forget that, don't we? 
all too easily. Now, the person in the upstate, what's the difference between yesterday and today? It's certainly not the presence of guns, which never rise up on their own and kill anybody. It's the godless society created by the banishment of God from public schools and public life everywhere. God is not mocked. You reap what you sow. You can rant about senseless gun violence and even take guns away. But you have done nothing to change evil hearts full of hatred and violence. Ellen, you are on the money on this one. Then something's happened to this country, especially with our new generation. Sadly, arrogance and an attitude that as a parent makes you wonder, where did I go wrong? Yes, Vince, this is a difficult time of the year. For me, as I ask God every day as a parent for things to change, I pray for a new, fresh beginning. Vince, I have to go now, but I wanted to wish you a very blessed and happy Thanksgiving. Love your show. And same to you, Gigi. Thanks very much for your presence and your connection with this broadcast. We talk all the time in this program about narratives. Well, we've got a narrative that has just been blown up. Why do you ask? I love this. Breitbart has this big headline, Narrative Busted. Colorado gay nightclub shooting suspect is non-binary. Uses they, them pronouns. I'm going to say something that I know is going to be controversial for some people. For me, it's not. To me, it's just common sense. First off, I believe the biblical narrative that God created male and female, period. And that gender has nothing to do with your choice, your decision. I mean, have you seen this nonsense where parents are not going to acknowledge the gender of their babies and let them decide? What kind of foolish idiocy is this? But this is what happens. And I'm telling you folks, what we're, what we're seeing now and this is an explosion of mental illness. I know it's not politically correct to say this, but that's what it is. Mental illness. And unfortunately, we are promoting mental illness all in the name of diversity does this mean we should be hateful and do horrible things to people no we should be filled with compassion and care and love people like we love everybody else but I don't think it's necessarily compassion when you Tell a boy that he's a girl or vice versa. I was listening to, I think Glenn Beck has done a special on a custody battle. Oh my gosh, the part that I heard, I was ready to bang my head up against the wall. It was a situation where this boy is obviously confused. And the mother and father 
I assume are divorced. And the mom has primary custody. And she is feeding into this, he wants to be called and recognized as a female. The father's desperately trying to preserve the masculinity of his son. Oh my goodness, it's horrible. And I'm just going to tell you, in my mind, this kind of behavior from this mother is child abuse. There's no other way to describe this. It's child abuse. I've told you, I've got a friend, a good friend, who considers himself non-binary. Now, in my dealings with this person, I don't have issues or problems. We're good friends. I say that just to make it clear to you that I don't discriminate or exclude somebody for this reason. So here we are. This is one of the new developments in this story. This Anderson Lee Aldrich. Identifies as non-binary and uses they-them pronouns, according to a court filing yesterday. As you know, he's facing multiple murder and hate crime charges stemming from last weekend's shooting. However, Aldrich's public defender revealed Aldrich is non-binary, uses they-them pronouns. In addition to the pronouns, Aldrich is referred to as MX Aldrich in the court filings. A footnote in the filing states, Anderson Aldrich is non-binary. They use they, them pronouns, and for the purposes of all formal filings will be addressed as MX Aldrich. Breitbart goes on. The news about Aldrich's gender identity came after Democrats and members of the corporate press politicized the shooting and blamed Republicans for the tragedy. Remember the audio we played for you? Trying to blame people like Ron DeSantis. NBC's Ben Collins claimed that Republican politicians and the Internet's far-right machine targeted LGBTQ plus individuals in the months leading up to the nightclub shooting. Collins told MSNBC, I think we have to come... Have a come-to-Jesus moment here as reporters. Are we more afraid of being on Breitbart for saying trans people deserve to be alive? Or are we more afraid of the dead people? Because I'm more afraid of the dead people. (laughs) This is just outrageous, folks. Much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. Back on the Vince Coakley radio program, let's go out to a call in Greenville. Here's Wes. Good morning, Wes. Hey, Vince. Good morning. Um, You know, years ago I was watching, it was some pundit, and he was talking about, quote, unquote, how everyone that's alive today reminisces about their past, and what do they say? The good old days. (laughs) Right. And he deconstructed that, and he talked about 
We live in a 24-7 news cycle that is looking for every negative thing they can find. Mm. Think of the good things, Vince, that they go through to highlight the negative every day in our lives. The good news is never told to anyone. But his point was, horrible things have been going on on this planet since the day Eve bit the apple. Hitler murdered millions of people. I don't know about you, but uh, when I look around, I don't see a country that has a sanctioned government and a million-man army that's breaking loose all over the earth, you know, attempting to murder people. So it's certainly bad. We, we don't want it. Um, but, you know, evil's on this earth. Yep. I mean, you know, uh, why don't we outlaw the jawbone of a donkey? <laughs> there was some damage done with that. Yep. And people get, get all caught up in the weapon or the method. You know, how yep. about the mind? Set out to do it. I'm with you, man. That's I just don't the most think, dangerous you know, part. I don't think a lot of this stuff was cataloged, was written down. You know, all, all the terrible things that happened all over the earth for the first, you know, I mean, how long is modern news? A hundred years old? So we, we judge everything by the only things that we've experienced. And a lot of us weren't around on this earth when the Romans went over half the earth and killed people. You're either going to do it the Roman way or we're going to do you in. Genghis Khan murdered millions of people. Do you know that his DNA is still in almost every Asian person on earth? From his raping and pillaging? So, I mean, I know it's bad, but I don't buy this. It's worse now than it's ever been. I hear you. You, you've made a great point here, Wes, that, uh, you know, this all comes back to a matter of perspective, doesn't it? You know, especially when he's describing here. Just imagine, I mean, I wasn't here. My parents were here. But think of what it was like during World War II. Horrendous times. Horrendous things taking place. There are horrendous things going on in other parts of the world right now. No question about that. Over on the text line, I was speaking of the young child in the middle of a custody battle dealing with gender issues. This texter says parents should be charged with child abuse. Therapists and doctors should go to jail for supporting this abuse. Governors and government officials that support it as well. Vince, another typical great show. As for all the gun violence, maybe less violent gun shooting video games would have prevented so many shootings. These videos make people insensitive to the end results in real life. Your thoughts. It can certainly have that effect. I don't doubt that at all. If you're so concerned about mental illness, do a piece on molestation in the church and all of the cover-ups. Hundreds of thousands of victims. More than a couple thousand you're so worried about cutting their parts off. Oh, so that's not important to think about. And maybe some of the people cutting their parts off might have been molested. You ever thought about that possibility? 
I'm not a person who has in any way defended any of the the atrocities that have happened in the name of Christ. I had one such conversation just a couple of months ago. A young man shared the heartbreaking story with me of sexual abuse back to the time he was about five years old. I know all about this stuff. And by the way, yes, it was church stuff. Comes from a religious home. Heartbroken. Absolutely heartbroken. And he knows where my heart is. Vince, Vince, isn't there a saying? It's been around forever. The points to certain parts of our bodies. Men say my boys. Women say my girls. I've never heard a guy refer to his part of his body as his girls or a woman call that part of her body my boys. Men are men. Women are women. Kind of basic, isn't it? My daughter came out to my wife and I that they're gay. As a Christian believes, as you do, a man is a man, a girl is a girl. By God's design, I've had to learn to hate the sin, not the sinner. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless all of us. And let me just encourage you, shower that daughter of yours with love. And I would encourage you, don't even talk about this. I mean, it sound, names sound kind of crazy. Just love her. Just a sampling of some of the items here on the text line as I go over some of these to make sure they are okay to air. Did you see that little outburst that occurred at a news conference, the final news conference for Anthony Fauci? His final White House briefing room appearance yesterday. I'm sure you are teary-eyed as you watch him fade into the sunset. He's encouraging everybody to get tested and boosted before Thanksgiving, the usual message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. But Jean-Pierre, Ms. Jean-Pierre, was quite upset by the way reporters were barraging him with questions. Here is what happened during that news conference yesterday when... A couple of reporters tried to ask questions, and Miss um, P- John Pierre thought it was out of control. Listen up. Dr. Fauci, um, only only thirteen percent. Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell, and you're being you're being you're being disrespectful to your colleagues, and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also, you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I ba- I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, only thirty. Good question. Go ahead, Jeremy. You ask your question. You should allow her to answer. Jeremy, she's Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. It is not. It is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can't. You can't. Read the press briefing, you need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person I, to answer. I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespect of. It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. 
I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. Go ahead. <laughs> My goodness. The question, by the way, was about the origins of COVID. And Dr. Fauci never got to address it. What a shame. Stay with us. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We are back on the broadcast and over on the text line. This texter says, I think the video game link is weak on the subject of shootings. I watched Wile E. Coyote get hit on the head with a hammer growing up, but I never hit my brother with one. <laughs> also... Vince, you misrepresented what happened at the news conference. You said reporters. It was only one reporter. The Salmon guy from Africa being disrespectful to a woman who he probably does not respect. Aha. Uh -huh. Vince, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a blessed time with your family. I'm very thankful that mine are still here. I'll be praying for those who have an empty seat at the table. Because... Next year, or in the near future, it could be me. That is from Jeff. Vince, I've always had a problem with people who tell me they believe certain things where multiple items in their belief system can't be true at the same time. Example, how can you believe the traditional evolutionary theory, survival of the fittest, and at the same time, believe homosexuality is just as prevalent as heterosexuality? Combined support by the same people for the abortions we've had over the years. And we have unbreeded ourselves out of existence a long time ago. Just saying. God meant when he said, go be fruitful and multiply. Uh-huh. And we have this texture saying, everybody wants to blame it on something except for gun control. Okay. Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. Before we go, I want to talk about the border. Two important stories going on here. I wanted to talk to Ralph Norman. We didn't have enough time to address this. But Kevin McCarthy went to the border. My own opinion about this whole border thing? I think what's going on with Kevin McCarthy is he's trying to look tough. This is all about running for speaker. I know some people may think this is judgmental. If you do, too bad. But I just, I'm not buying it. Any case, Kevin McCarthy went to the border 
and also called on the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas to resign over the administration's immigration policies and raise the possibility of an impeachment inquiry if he doesn't. Speaking of the border in El Paso, McCarthy said Mayorkas cannot and must not remain in that position. He said if Mayorkas were in charge of any company, he would have been fired by now. If Mayorkas does not resign... When we take power, the incoming Republican-led House will investigate whether to launch an impeachment inquiry against him. House Republicans will investigate every order, every action, and every failure will determine whether we can begin an impeachment inquiry. Now, McCarthy said he's already spoken to GOP representatives Jim Jordan and James Comer, the respective incoming chairs of the House Judiciary and Oversight Committees, about launching investigations into Mayorkas' handling of the border. They have my complete support to investigate the collapse of our border and the shutdown of ICE enforcement nationwide. Jordan saying in a statement, Republicans will hold Mayorkas accountable for his failure to enforce immigration law and secure the border through all means necessary. I'm just going to tell you. Again, I'm skeptical. And honestly, I wonder whether this is a waste of time and energy. Whether this is just going to be another circus act. And ultimately what's going to happen here. Is nothing. Nothing. There will be people who simply recognize this. As a political stunt. Jack Smith. It's a name you're going to be hearing more about in the coming days. He's the special counsel. Breitbart has an interesting story. Very interesting story. Special counsel Jack Smith has a history of botched prosecutions of political leaders. Hmm. That's quite interesting. Because as you know, he is the one who is taking on all of the investigations of Donald Trump. And we'll ultimately have to make the decision as to whether to charge, indict Donald Trump. Kind of an interesting story here. Basically, talking about the record of Jack Smith. The Associated Press reported on Saturday... After a stint as a war crimes prosecutor, he rejoined the Justice Department to lead the public integrity section. During his tenure, the section pressed ahead with significant but challenging prosecution against prominent public figures from both political parties. Prosecutors scored a public corruption conviction against former Governor Bob McDonnell, a Republican. But the case was later overturned by the Supreme Court. The section also prosecuted former Democratic vice presidential nominee John Edwards. Remember him? But a jury acquitted him on one count, deadlocked on others, and the Justice Department declined to try him again. Whatever happened to him, by the way, just kind of disappeared. But it's kind of interesting. A very mixed, a mixed record for this special prosecutor.
What do you think is going to happen here this time around in regard to one Donald J. Trump? Stay with us. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program.